Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Manny from Midday with Manny coming at you with the second episode. This week was a lot of fun. We had the awesome Nina Jones on here talking all her art, how she got into art, talking about the Hoami project. It's a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy it. Hit that music. You are now tuned in to Midday with Manny. This is Midday with Vanny. Alright, I'm here with Nina. What's up, what's up? <laughs> how are you? I'm good, how are you? Alright, so we're here to talk about you and all your art, everything you do. Uh, how old were you when you first started getting interested in art? I mean, I was a wee little child. <laughs> no, I've been into art since I was... Like, long, I used to start with poetry, I used to start with a lot of drawing and sketches. Like, I literally used to make my own little stories. Like, my mom thought I was something wrong with me, and my dad thought something was wrong with me. I made stories called Killer Jim. <laughs> and I would draw things on the side with a lot of gore and stuff, and they thought I had issues. But I got into a lot of it when I was about, like, maybe 10, 11 years old. And then it kind of skyrocketed since then, especially when I got into high school. So you started off with writing and poetry yeah, I started and off stuff. With writing most, do you still do any killer gym stuff? No, I actually was really sad because I was trying to find it because I knew I still had it. I had Killer Joe, and then his brother died, and then next thing it was Killer Jim, so it was like a whole sequel, and I had a legit storyline. It was like chapters and chapters on chapters. Uh, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> bring it back. You gotta bring it at least like Killer Jack, the son of Killer Jim. I want to bring it back and actually full on illustrate it since I'm more talented now. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. When did you start getting into photography? I got into photography mostly when I got to high school because I had a teacher named Mr. Alvarez who really inspired me and I like taking his classes were amazing. I mainly I mainly started with like black and white photography, so I was working behind the scenes, doing it in the dark room, all the chemicals, all that good stuff. And then I got into digital photography, but it skyrocketed in high school. So do you <laughs> prefer like, like film or digital? I prefer film, but it's so damn expensive now. Yeah. So freaking expensive. Like I know paper and stuff now it's like 20 bucks or even more and then getting film or even finding film nowadays is really hard so it kind of sucks <laughs> what high school did you go to i went to central central high school but i was in the magnet program so i was a little nerd upstairs i, I thought you went to central because i know <laughs> I, and i didn't go to central but i've heard that mr alvarez guy a lot and yeah like, he's amazing. always good things about him That's i still keep cool. in contact with him like we email here and there like i've watched his kids a few times mm-hmm. like it's great I like keeping contact cool. with people. <laughs> so what other mediums of art do you do besides photography and writing? Besides photography and writing, I do oil painting a lot. I try to mess with charcoal here and there. Mainly vine charcoal with the painting and stuff like that. But it's a lot of that, a lot of um, digital illustrations. But those are my main mediums that I use. So given everything that you do artistically, would you consider yourself like a modern-day Renaissance woman? Absolutely not. I, I, I ain't shit. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> like, there's still so much to learn. <laughs> I would consider myself an artist trying to be an artist because... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like some kind of special that you would, like, you'd be in a museum just sitting there staring at people. Because, like, I do a lot of people watching. I like looking at a lot of things. And then what Pablo Picasso said was, great artists copy. Well, good artists copy, but great artists steal. I'm not saying that I steal art, 
But you're not I'm, saying that you don't. But I'm not saying that I don't. Because <laughs> all art stems from somewhere. Yeah. So it's like, I try to look for a lot of inspiration, and I try to copy it, but copy it in my own style, and then start off with that, and find my own way. Because it's like, there's a lot of ways that artists do things, and there's kind of like, when you look at something, you kind of understand what they did and how they went across it. Like, I know there's this painting that was in the Yale University, and just staring at it, I understood that it was laid down. Like, he just sprayed, sprayed paint everywhere with his paintbrush. Like, you kind of just understand it by watching it, and then when you replicate it, and you put your own spin on it, that's when you find your own style, and it's really cool. Because that's when you find your own kind of artistic way, and you have fun with it. So what, what inspired you to pick up a pen one day and just write? Like something happened in your life, and you're like, All right, I gotta, I gotta write this down, or I'm just gonna go crazy, or was it like, oh, you know what, this is a really cool idea. Let me see where this goes. I think it all stems from like personal issues, <laughs> as most things do sometimes. But it was just me trying to find a getaway because I never really opened up myself to people that much. I kind of felt always judged, which I always worked on afterwards but beforehand I was really hard at working on that and it was hard to open up to people so I mainly did it through my writing which is why I started off with poetry it was me just opening up and just finding an escape way and that was through the writing instead of just saying it and then me reading it out loud kind of just relieved the pain nice little burden off my shoulders and then I expressed that through art I did that I did poetry for like two years in high school and there was like a poetry club and all that stuff yeah and, I was like when we went back or something I was like okay. I was in it and I would write all these poems and stuff and they would be like oh it's so good and then one day I was just like I don't want to do this anymore it's like a mixture of everything like I would see a style I'm just like oh that's pretty cool let me see if I can do it then I'll see a different style oh that's pretty cool and in that way I found what I can and cannot do what I prefer and what I prefer not to do so it's kind of like Especially when teachers would say, oh, tell, like, don't tell, just show. So it was a lot of me trying to express things where it was really elaborate for no reason. Like, you would usually say, oh, go across the table. Like, no, he miraculously flew his wings back. <laughs> just throwing a bunch of, like, descriptive things Just throwing things a bunch of descriptive shit that shouldn't be there. It doesn't have to be there. This is a family show. Please don't curse. No, I'm, just <laughs> <laughs> I'm a potty mouth. I'm the worst person for this. Nah, it's all good. We're adults. Are we sure? Probably not. Are we not. sure? <laughs> um, I have a Star Wars cup here. <laughs> who are some of your favorite artists? Honestly, a lot of my local artists inspire me so much. Okay. Like, I don't look at a lot of artists, artists in that sense. Like, of course I do for reference and for where it all stemmed from. But it was mainly just seeing what everybody else now is doing. Because everyone has their own, like, creativity to it that is so awesome and it's so great that people just don't look like look at it. They look over it. And it's just like this um, generation now has so much capability when it comes to art. Like, there's a lot of um, street artists now and again coming back up. There's a lot of painters that are coming back up, a lot of photographers, and they're all, like, working together, which is really cool. But usually there's a lot of competition. And the artist place is a competition. Anything like you work in is a competition. <clears throat> but it's just so nice that people are like trying to work together and trying to become something like in their society. Like I have people now reaching out to me that live like around the corner or, or across the street or something like that and stuff. And like maybe like stayed over. But it's just everyone coming together and doing something. It's like really, really nice. And I get inspired by seeing everyone else and what they do. So did you go to that big uh, art festival they had downtown where everybody was spray painting yeah, all the murals and stuff? That was that was like an amazing thing, especially when people were painting themselves into. 
and I went to a lot of um, <clears throat> shows that were downtown at the artist space, and there was a lot of things that have different themes and everybody coming together, and it was really nice too. And I got to like meet a lot of people that I didn't realize they were like, I see them every day or something, and it's just really cool. So do you go to like the uh, the paint bars and stuff? And yeah. The Muse yeah. paint bar is really fun. <laughs> yeah. Have a nice little cup, you know, do some painting. I hope that it comes never, out I've <laughs> never been there. I wanted to go there. You should. But, I can uh, go. <laughs> my, uh, my best friend uh, owns a cafe in Shelton called Cafe Plus, and they do, like, painting nights there, too, which is, like, I think it's similar to the Muse paint bar, yeah. but... They use acrylics, though, because that's the way you can just bring them home right away because it dries quick. Yeah, yeah. I work with oils, which is a lot of tedious. Yeah, I never. It's like constant working over. I didn't like working with oils. Like I, in high school, I took painting class, love it. and she gave us oils, and I'm like, oh, why? Why would you give me this devil liquid? It's not the devil liquid. It's all about. It's all about the oils because when you work into it, it's all like an illusion. And of course, after like two hours, you're painting one into wet, and that just pisses me off completely. I'm just like, all right, I need a break. <laughs> like I'm trying to break yeah. out my valley, and it's not coming out. But um, at the end of the day, when you see like the effect that you can do with oils, it's really cool. Like, I love acrylics, too, because you could put, like, the colors are so vibrant. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, things you can do on there that would just stick on as if you're, like, painting cement. But with the oils, it's, like, really cool because you can, like, blend certain things. Like, you would have your fiber brush. I don't know if you know what the fiber brush is. Like, a softer brush. Yeah. <clears throat> you have, um, that brush or whatever. And the way you, like, even if it breaks apart, you have, like, these effects with, like, grass or hair. That's really cool. Like, you're just messing with what you have. Like, sponges can even do something with it. Yeah, 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 sure. It's all a bunch of strokes. All about the strokes. All about the stroke. And everything you do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you didn't mean it to come out that way. I or might did have. Or did you? That's for you to find out. <laughs> what made you want to pick up a camera and just start taking pictures of what it seems like anything, anyone, and everything? I think the fact that the phones that we started off with were all like flip phones that never started to become with cameras was me just like messing with it because it was really cool you had something that was like right there in front of your face because the ca- the film you don't see right in front of your face unless you have like, a Polaroid but even then it takes a while for it to come out so it's like as the um, technology went up and I was able to see the camera and see the pictures right there in my face I started seeing like angles and stuff like that where they look cool because I was always hiking I was always outside like I love the outdoors and I'm like a freaking hippie or something and just being able to like see what you can do with like the lights and stuff like that. So it's like, oh, this shadow's pretty cool. Let me see what this looks like. Oh, this like grass looks pretty cool. Let me see what this angle looks like on the grass. Like little simple shit. <laughs> like, and then it evolved into like almost this big into, like, brand like, of this yourself. Big brand of like just express expressing yourself and being able to just do whatever. So what is the what is the homie project? The homie? The homie project. <laughs> well, the homie project. <laughs> it, it just means who am I. Like, I just hit it where I took out the W and I pronounced it separately. But it's just who am I. Because I feel like this generation has also, like, brought up this whole idea of loving yourself. And I kind of love that. Because people are so judgmental and it's like how everything started off when I was younger which when I was saying like I didn't open up to a lot of people like everyone was too judgmental I eventually figured out that everyone's gonna judge no matter what like you can be perfect and they'll still find a flaw and it's just like you're never gonna get through life being happy if you don't love who you are and not be afraid to express it because no matter what everyone's different everyone has their own way of expressing themselves and who they are and what they do 
So it's like, why should I sit there trying to please someone else when the only person I should be pleasing is me? Because my happiness is what matters. And once you're happy, everyone else starts to see it, and they're like, oh, you know what? I like her vibe. I'm definitely going to chill with someone like that. Exactly. It's like it's all about the positivity. Yeah, you shoot off these positive vibes, and it's like, it's such a chill thing to be around you. Yeah. Project go from here. What are your, like, long-term goals for it? I met up with the photographer recently who reached out to me. I was interested in the um, project. I'm not sure if you know who Kyla Lenz is on Instagram or something. Nope. But he's a local artist. He reached out to me, and he had the same question. And I had the same answer. I have no idea. Because I feel like it's such a long-term thing that I don't want it to end. And it's like I'm hoping to have, like, different branches of themes. Like, maybe there's, like, this week I'm theming a certain thing about loving yourself, this thing, like, maybe Big Girls Club or some kind of funny thing I'm not trying to be funny <laughs> some kind of thing in that sense but it's just like I don't want the theme to end because it's something that you should do as a lifetime thing I so said it's like, so many times I'm so sorry I had no citizens for that that's the word of the day okay. <laughs> so do you want it to be not not the same as but kind of like how the humans of New York thing is with like the guys in that sense yeah all the time it's always popping up there's always something cool different interesting yeah I guess you can say in that sense like it really gives you like an insight on people Mm -hmm. um so I've noticed that mostly you're behind the camera but sometimes you're in front of it yes do you like being in front of the camera or would you rather strictly just take the pictures to be honest, I took some in front of the camera only because I wanted to show people that I'm not afraid to be in front of the camera too. Because people catch me off guard all the time. Like I can be looking like straight up crap. I don't care. <laughs> so I'm just like, whatever. It was a funny time. I know what happened in that picture. Nobody has to understand. I could be half dead or something looking like I'm passed out drunk, but it's okay. I know what happened in that picture. But it's just that... I would rather be behind the camera so I can try to capture everyone's story. But I don't care about being in front of the camera because, I mean, I have to love myself, too. This is why I started it, because I wanted to try to teach myself to love myself. And I did that through my positivity and trying to have everybody else do the same thing. So it was kind of like a mixture of just trying to get in front of the camera, too. But I was doing so many projects, I was behind the camera, Mm -hmm. which is why. But I had other people like, hey, can you do this photo for me? artists doing my photos just want to give them credit because they're trying to get out there too and I'm trying to support everybody yeah I'm just trying to support the crew yeah so it's like do you have any like formal training in photography like did you go to school for it or are you just like learning as you go I'm learning as I go because the only formal training I had was in high school and I was black and white photography Mm -hmm. and in college I had a couple um, semesters of photography but it was mainly things that I already knew it was kind of just going out there and seeing what I could do with different topics. So it's like photography, like one-on-one basically. Yeah, because I was like, oh, do this with a pressure, shutter speed, all that good stuff. And I'm just like, okay, I already understand how to do all that. Because I did all the black and white photography, mm-hmm. because you really had to get into that. It wasn't like, oh, this photo looks bad, let me delete it. It was like, oh, let me get this perfect, because I'm not going to be able to delete it. I don't want to waste film, because it costs money. Yeah. <laughs> so did you, uh, are you in school now? Yes. I'm what finishing up now? my last year. I'm studying graphic design and fine arts at UB, the University of Bridgeport, uh-huh. and um, I'm finishing up my bachelor's, hopefully in May, if money comes through, because, you know, financial aid and all that good stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. <laughs> it's really tough. <laughs> so, you're, you do this stuff, like, freelance, mm-hmm. on the side, what do you do? Like, do you I do... do um, I do graphic design, so I, like, I'm doing some, I'm working with a company right now, trying to brand them. So it's not only photography, it's not only painting that I do. I still do, like, logo designing, UX, UI design. 
I know how to code when it comes to doing websites and stuff and doing, um, working with the bootstrap and all that good stuff. So it's like a mixture of all that that I do on the side. So as you know, like, I would photograph people for their weddings or, like, events and stuff like that. But, you know, I know I all about that. Next I know year. all about that. <laughs> um, like I said, I'm working with a company right now trying to brand them. I'm working with their logo and working with their website. And then painting I do just for fun mainly. But some people would want a painting. So I'm like, all right, what size do you want? What do you want? And I'll charge them and then go off from that. That's cool because that's <laughs> actually one of the questions I have is if you sell your art. Because I saw the... Uh, was it the Bernie? The Bernie yeah, painting? That was actually someone I did for someone. That like <laughs> got really good like feedback on it and stuff. And remember you said you were selling it, but so like where if people want to buy something from you or do they just hit you up on like Facebook or Yeah, I mean for the most part people are just been contacting contacting me through that because I don't really have something where people could just purchase my art and I'm just selling it full flush. I feel like I should probably start because now I'm getting so much good feedback and it's it's really nice. And everyone had, like, a lot of good feedback for that Bernie thing. Like, they wanted cups. They wanted shirts and posters. I'm like, listen, I made one shirt for someone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no. Now it's like trying to make this huge conglomerate like, thing. Like, if you're serious, I can do this for you. But, you yeah, know, yeah. I don't have it right and ready for you. <laughs> so, you do all these different types of art. Yeah. Go to school. Mm-hmm. And you have a job. Yeah. <laughs> How are you not physically and mentally just dead? Oh, no. I, I sleep all the time. <laughs> like right now I'm probably sleeping like where do you I'm find the time happier. to like where do you find the time to sleep in between working doing your photo shoots Ugh. doing your paintings you know designing logos writing stuff like I I try my best <laughs> like I when I have my job I, well I didn't mention this before I work at Starbucks I'm, I'm a barista I um, make coffee so I try to wake everybody up as I'm trying to wake up at 4.30 in the morning because I open all the time Always opening. So has working at Starbucks make you made you addicted to coffee, or were you already addicted to coffee? Before I was not started? addicted to coffee, but now I like crave it sometimes. And it's really bad. <laughs> like caffeine is a legit drug. Where I joke around with customers and they're coming in for their order, I'm just like, hey, I need an ID because you have to be over the age of eighteen to purchase a drug. <laughs> like customers love it when I mess with them, but um, it's made me try to stop drinking coffee so much because I don't want to depend on it so much because you crash all the time and then it becomes like a needed thing because I try to drink water because usually when you wake up the main reason why you're tired is because you're dehydrated mm. I try to drink water before I even get to coffee so if I'm awake from drinking the water then I'm good I try to not drink the coffee because my first like few months working at Starbucks it was just coffee 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 every single day <laughs> it was so bad but working there has gotten me to be really preppy in the mornings because since I open all the time and I usually do prefer mornings anyways I'm up and going at 4.30 in the morning then mm-hmm. I'm dead like at 3 in the afternoon <laughs> so <laughs> it's a compliment itself at all well it's good because it's not even 3.30 yet now so I got you good for at least another hour <laughs> at least another hour I, I might pass out on the couch or something on the floor maybe I'll find a little quarter who knows <laughs> have you found that working at Starbucks has helped you like overcome being shy or not be able to talk to people definitely because so I'm always joking around because people come in so moody and I'm just like, listen, it's just coffee. I'm trying to, like, make your day. Because you can make or break somebody's day with coffee, believe it or not. Mm. It could be a really bad cup. And you're like, shit, I don't want to drink this anymore. Now, I've, I've gone to Starbucks <laughs> and had really shitty coffee. That's because you haven't gone to my Starbucks. Like, <laughs> it, it was just bad. Like, So I'd just stick to, like, so my it's like, I try my best. Even if I mess up, I'm like, all right, I'm so sorry. Like, do you want that cup? you want to give it to somebody? I'll make you something else that you want. Like, whatever you want. Or if like, oh, I don't want to try this waste of money. I'm like, listen, how about this? I'll make a small one for you. And if you like it, then we'll try to do it. Because I don't want you to drink something you don't like. 
like I try my best to try to cope with everybody's emotions and stuff like that because I mean why not they're there for like 10 minutes of your day depending on how long the line is because my job is really busy <laughs> yeah I drove by there once I drove by there the other night it was like 8.30 mm-hmm. and it was packed at like yeah. 8.30 and I'm yeah. just like it's the, way too the, late to be very few coffee. times that I closed it would be usually a Sunday and we close at 9 and I swear to god it'd be dead at like 7 o'clock and actually you know 8.45 there's a line up the door and I'm just like what the fuck yeah, it happens <laughs> everywhere fuck? it's just nonsense <laughs> um, when did you have your first photo shoot like my personally you, in front of the camera you sh- no 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 behind the camera that you shot for somebody it was my brother and it was really fun because it was somebody that I knew and I knew what he wanted to express himself as because he's a pretty boy and he loves showing off the abs that he doesn't have. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to hear this and be like, damn it, you got to do that. Like, All I love, I love my brother. Them. He's working on it. He's getting better. He's getting a little more bulkier. But before then, he was really skinny. And he tried like, yeah, I got some muscle. I'm just like, where, Sean? Where? <laughs> where? <laughs> I have more than you. But it was with him mainly. And, um... It was really fun because I knew him. We joked around a lot. Like we have a really good bond, which is something I think. So the chemistry made it easier. So the to chemistry do. made it a lot easier, and it made me be able to work with other people. Because I'm just like, whatever I portrayed on him, I should do with everybody else. Because with him, it was kind of weird sometimes. If he wanted to do more of a seductive look, I'm just like, hey, Sean, what's your favorite artist? What's your favorite like actress? Imagine her as me. Now seduce me. <laughs> seduce the camera. <laughs> he was like, what? He's like, what? Like, you know, you're my sister. I'm like, I understand that, but right now I'm a photographer. <laughs> Just seduce the hell out of me. That's cool. So when was your first photo shoot that you got paid for? The first one that I got paid for was a friend of mine who needed it for headshots. Mm. So it was more for their portfolio, more for their modeling thing, ironically. And so I had gotten paid for that. So it was my first time working in an actual studio because I had a little studio space that I was using. And it was my first time like actually working with physical lighting because I work so much with natural lighting because mm-hmm. I worked with the black and white photography. So it was just like a lot of natural lighting and being able to actually manipulate it was really cool and really fun and it was a nice experience. And the fact that it came up with really good results was really good too because it would have been really bad if it was shitty results. I'm like, listen, I'm so sorry. It's on the house. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry because <laughs> there's always room for learning. So it's like, it was really fun, but... I think that would be then, so that would probably be about 2010. So what was it like to, like, do something that you absolutely love, and then someone's like, hey, here's some money for doing what you absolutely love? (laughs) It's great, because everybody's, like, dream, because it's like, you can love knitting, but nine times out of ten, you're probably not going to get paid a lot for knitting. Mm -hmm. It's like... Being able to do something that you love to do and get paid for it is such an amazing experience, especially when I'm trying to do movement with everything that I do. Just everyone just exuding positivity. It's just, it's a really neat experience, and I want everybody to be able to experience that because I love Starbucks, but I don't want to be stuck there doing that the rest of my life. But let's be real. I don't want to make coffee for people every single day of my life and then having to go home and make my own self cup coffee. <laughs> it's like, it's really good, and it's just... It's something that I haven't opened my eyes up to yet because since I'm still working and still doing it on the side, it's like I don't think it's really going to like, oh my God, this is what I love to do and I'm actually doing it and living off of it until that's the only thing that I'm doing. Until you're fully being supported off of it. So I feel like that's not going to hit me until then. Just like I'm graduating in May that's not going to hit me yet because I'm still so young and I still have so much to learn and it's like so great that I have so much support at this age of my time and it's like, wow. (laughs) So, So what's next? What's next for Nina? 
What's next? Like, where do you go from here? Do you I'm... try and, and build your own brand and try and have your own, you know, photography studio? Or do you want, like, maybe an art gallery type thing where you can display all your mediums of art, have other people come in and do it? Like, what what is the long-term goal? You know, I'm still debating on that because I've talked to people and I want my own studio. But to be able to just show everyone that I do a million different things is really cool, too. But it's like, I want to do my own branding, but I also want to work under someone for a little bit just so I understand what works behind the scenes. Because I'm just doing a lot of research and seeing what I see and then trying to work off of that and what I think is right. And I want to be able to have that experience, too, and put under my belt, whereas I'm working under somebody and I understand what's going on and then put that into my own business. So it's like, still, like I said, I'm still young and I'm still learning. So it's like so much that I have to do and so much that I want to do. There's not enough time in the day for it. So it's like constant me researching, me looking at other people's work, me reaching out to people, and then reaching back out to me, and then I'm working behind the scenes where I'm watching them do what they do, and it's like, wow, this is pretty cool. You're doing this this way, and I do it this way, and it's like, I try to put it together and see what happens, and hope for the best. And so far, it's gotten me this far. So <laughs> it's a little it's a little experience. So is it just you doing this? It's or? just me. Do you plan on bringing someone else in? Like, yes. this, is, this is a lot of stuff. You know, Definitely. Someone else to help you out with the projects or something. It's Maybe an assistant. Nice. Yeah, it's always nice to have help. Because <laughs> yeah. doing it all alone is really nerve-wracking. Especially when I have, like, the big, like, events that I do. It's only me and one person. I'm just laying down business cards everywhere. And, like, just doing the work. I'm like, all right, now what? Because I'm trying to get dragged everywhere. And just, like, I need somebody helping me. <laughs> I have all this equipment. It's just like, yeah, I'm like Superwoman yeah, or something. Yeah. Well, so, I am Batman, so. <laughs> Let me bring that into the story real quick. So, you said Batman. Does, like, are you into all that super nerdy stuff? Of course. I am a full-on nerd. I've been into comics since I was younger. Like, I have a little Batman tattoo on my wrist. And I want it to be an entire sleeve, but I don't want to do that until I actually start working yeah, <laughs> like yeah. in that field. Because people get judgmental of that, which is ironic. But it's like, sadly, there's the truth when it comes to trying to get in the business yeah, world yeah. that everybody likes tattoos. So I don't want to do anything that's too big. But I want a whole sleeve that's all DC. Okay. Like, I love Marvel. I respect Marvel. But I love DC. Okay. <laughs> so I, like, I want a whole sleeve. And I, I have a collection of comics. Like, I have the New 52 of Batman. I love Doctor Who. I've, I watched the classics and I've watched the modern series. And I have like little um, pop characters. I have them yeah. all collected on top of my dresser. I have like, right now I have like 20. And then I have my comics next to it. And then I have a bunch of stuffed animals and posters. Like if you go to my room and think a 10 year old lives in there, like it's really bad. <laughs> I actually, I have them all hidden right now. But I think I have about maybe four boxes full of the pops. Really? And like... I had a bunch of like Star Wars figures and all that stuff, but actually I'm, I'm in the process of just selling it all. Well, if they're all it's gone, like, it's I'm because just, I relieved them off your shoulders. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just trying. It's like I got when I first bought like, Polly bought me uh, one of the pops. She bought me like Boba Fett or something. I think it was Boba Fett. Yeah. And I told one of my friends that I was working with, and he goes, "Don't fucking do it." He's like, what do you mean? He goes, don't fucking buy them. He's like, I'm $800 in the hole buying these goddamn <laughs> things. I'm like, oh, shit. And here I am. I'm like, I got five boxes full. And I'm like, fucking A. I had to stop. So I was like, listen, every week I'm buying a new one. I'm just like, all right. And so like now I'm like, <laughs> I'm just trying to sell them off. And, and you know, only, I think I'm only going to buy like two or three of the ones that I really like. But It was bad where I was pre-ordering them. 
Like, I was pre-ordering, for the Arkham Knight, I pre-ordered it. (laughs) Like, I was so excited. I pre-ordered, was it, Captain America came out with two 75th anniversary Mm pops. I got, Kohl's had one and Amazon had one. I pre-ordered Amazon's and I found and I bought Kohl's uh, pop. I'm still waiting for my Amazon one to come in. When was that? Yeah, it's supposed to be here in, like, two weeks. Okay. But I ordered it like two months ago, but it was so backordered. Was it coming from Japan? No. <laughs> I think it was like California, but they were so backordered. Oh, they sent okay. me an email. They were like, oh, you know, we're really sorry that you're ordered, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, just send me my goddamn yeah, There was a moment in time where I was going on and on on Amazon, just buying things, buying things, because I had a student Prime account. So it was like, yeah, within two days, I'll get this. But still, even if you order something for like two bucks from like China, you still won't get it for like two months. Exactly. So it was like oh, a little so present to myself because I forget about it. And then <laughs> Man, I'm like, oh, what is this? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I, know, I forgot about this shit. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, all right, so wh- who, uh, probably a stupid question, but who's your favorite superhero? Batman. <laughs> Batman. Why? Because he's an actual person. Like, he doesn't need superpowers to make him, like, amazing. Like, he does his little ninja style, he's smart as hell, like, he works for a corporation, like, even though he stemmed from, like, negativity in his life, it's still made of who he is. And it's like, I feel like maybe I'm, in my own sense, my own little Batman, because I've stemmed from a little negativity, and I'm trying to incorporate that positivity. No, I'm not kicking ass every night. I wish I was. Because <laughs> if you were Batman, you wouldn't tell us. I wouldn't tell you, so that's for you to find out one day. <laughs> I hope I don't, I don't think it'd be a good way to find out. This is true. Um... Where can people contact you for bookings and if they want to look at your art and all that stuff? Where I'm can they find you? I'm everywhere. I have to actually kind of keep up with actually scanning a lot of my stuff. But, I mean, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. You can follow me along with, like, a little rants that I do on Snapchat. Um, my phone number, if you really, really, really desperately need me on my phone number... But I probably won't get that out too much. <laughs> that, that gets, that gets, that gets pretty email. shady. <laughs> it gets a little shady. It's so like email. I'm really shady. good at answering my email, so it's okay. Like, you can put me up some emails, and I'm like, all right, got you. Respond within 24 hours. I'm pretty good with that. But I'm like on every social media, practically. So you can reach me out in any kind of way that you want to. It's crazy, because if you were going to try and do what you're doing now, say, 10, 15 years ago... It's like you'd almost hit a wall because of all the social media outlets that there is now to mm-hmm. get yourself out there. Do you think that helps you? I think in a sense of like that there's so much photo-based apps that it kind of helps. Because like basically <laughs> you're you're essentially just a click away yeah. from everything. Yeah, essentially just a click away. So it's like amazing because back then like you have to like oh look at this look at this like I still love building my own portfolio physically. Like I had um some acrylic or whatever and I had to laser it and do all this and to make my own portfolio because I wanted to be mine that it was really cool but it was just so hard and so long to do because you have to physically craft it and it's like you trying to craft it so perfectly where it looks like it's bought from the store is really hard believe it or not like it comes easy to some people but I'm not that easy with it I have a little CD I have to sit there and look at little things I'm just like all right this isn't right I have to fix it but being able to just be a click away and just have something set out on computer is so much easier. But then I think it loses the craft, too. Because mm-hmm. you don't have to think physically. Like, I used to carry, like, a portfolio with me all the time. Now it's like, oh, here's something on my website. Like, let's just click it. But now if you don't have connection, you're not going to see my stuff. So it's like, well, what do I do then? People don't exactly. have, like, a backup. So I try to have a backup, too. Like, I have a physical thing, and then you can see it online. 
but I'm really bad with having things online because I'm not used to that transition. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so used to crafting everything. So it's like, oh, I have to update that. I'm so sorry. It's so, so analog. I'm so like, analog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, all right. Is, is there anything you want to end this with? Is there anything you just want to say and be heard about? That I haven't said already. I just want people to be themselves and not be afraid of it. Because, I mean... Who else do you have to please? Like, you don't have to please anybody. Like, of course, there's going to be companies and like, people that are looking for something and do something a certain way, but are you really going to be happy trying to be something that you're not? That's the question that I want everybody to kind of put in their head. Because, like, I've learned that trying to be something for somebody is not making me happy. And I had to sit there and beat myself up and constantly remember, like, listen, I don't care what they say. I'm not skinny. I'm not fat either. And I even if I was... I don't care because I have somebody on me and it's going to stay like that. I have a face on me. I have something that I love. Like I have little nits and nats that of course I can work on, but it'll be for me, not for somebody else. And it's just like, I want people to be able to look at that and like, listen, I don't care. I want you to love me and I want me to love me because that's the only way to do it. I mean, there's really no way else to do it. You can't get by doing that for anybody else. And being able to find somebody that loves you for you, too, that's pretty cool. Which is why I'm so happy for you. Yeah. So it's like... Because she lets me do this. <laughs> this nonsense. <laughs> this and have, nonsense. And have on my... She supports you. Yeah. It's like having people that support you and to support themselves is a big bowl of, like, happiness. is really fun. Like, I was, I was I talking... I such a hippie. It's so bad. I was talking <laughs> to one of my friends earlier, and, uh... Because we're going out this weekend, and she was talking. She's like, oh, you know, I gotta go get an outfit for me and for her husband. And, you know, we're making jokes about where they shop. And she's like, oh, you shop at Old Navy. I was like, nah, like, chill. I shop at Target because they have that really fresh uh, <laughs> man-child couture that I rock so well. I, like, I shop at Target. I shop at Old Navy. Yeah. Like, you don't see me in Hollister or anything because I can't afford it. And I know I can't. So, <laughs> like, I don't care where I'm buying things from. I'm just like, oh, this looks nice. Let me go buy it over here. I don't really care. All right. <laughs> All right. That's, thank you for coming. Was it but as bad as you thought it was going to be? Oh, of course. I'm so bad at talking. I repeated things so many times. <laughs> you did. We got, I'm going to go back and make a count of how many times you said thing in this whole Let's thing. Let's do that. Just have a bing for every time I said thing. Yeah, right. Just <laughs> ding, 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 ding. One, two, three. <laughs> well, this is cool. It's great talking to you. I'm glad you had me here. It's pretty fun. It's so hopefully, hopefully the next time you're on the Who Am I? project <laughs> <laughs> let's leave it at that i'm gonna see if, how many times you pronounce it wrong no i'm gonna fuck that up every time i say it but we'll see where it goes the next time we talk all right all right thank you